Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Alright, let me tweet the link here. Little late tonight. My bad, guys. I had a sandwich being delivered. And it got here right when the game ended. But we're good to go now. I have tweeted the link. I bet a lot of people want to watch tonight. Alright, we'll give it a couple of seconds here. Wait for people to file in. What's up, Jake? Good to see you. Good to see you, buddy. Call up Sanheim. I mean, we might have. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I don't want to give it a second. Let's close Twitter. Let's get the box score and everything I want opened. Where are you, TOI report? TOI flyers. All right, people are here. Let's get it going. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio's Facebook Live post game. Bill Match, your director of fun and games for the evening. What can you say? Uh, someone already put it in the uh, someone already put it in the comments. But eight zero and one since the Super Bowl. This team is on fire. Uh, one of the marks of a good team is to win when you don't have your best game. Um, I can't say they played poorly to start the game. They had the puck a lot, especially in the first period. A little bit of a dip at the end and the start the second, but uh they're just kind of they just weren't sharp. I think Barkhan said it at um at one of the intermissions that they just weren't sharp tonight and they didn't feel it at all, but they were able to battle back. You know, Giroux gets that goal uh, to get things started uh, early in the third. Nolan Patrick comes through on the power play yet again in Wayne Simmons spot and Oh my God! I am, I, I am through. I am over the top about this team right now. Um, are there areas in which they could improve? Absolutely. Uh, the second and third D pairs continue to be an issue. That fourth line in the third period tonight was a uh, a dumpster fire. But I mean, everything else, man. How good does Oscar Limblom look? Uh, even without connecting and without Simmons tonight, they win a division game, hard fought game. Um, I just want to hear from you guys tonight. You can tell I am excited. This was a big win uh, just to get things kicked off. And with no Konechny, no Simmons, like I said, you lose Manning, which maybe this could be the Sandheim. Maybe this could be the Sandheim opportunity. We're seeing it with Lindblom. He gets his shot because Simmons is down. Maybe this opens a door uh, if, if Manning's going to be out for a little while. If it's just a game or two, I expect um, I expect Mark Alt will step in. But um, – if this is a long-term thing, if this is a couple of weeks, like the Simmons injury, uh, we could very well finally get our Travis Sandheim opportunity, and uh, we're off to the races then, guys. I mean, this is this is getting exciting. This is a full-on playoff push. Uh, it, it's been a – even two years ago, it was fun just to think, like, okay, they're going to get into the playoffs, and we all saw Washington as that juggernaut. I mean, it's Washington, so we're thinking, I, you know, it's – they could always choke, but man for man, we're looking at it and going, yeah, the Caps are better. Anyone in the Metro who is definitely better than the Flyers, um, 
This is exciting. This is really exciting. I said it on BSH Radio. I think this team could win a round. And if you can win a round, you can win two with this playoff format because you're going to be up against, in all likelihood, uh, you know, two teams in your division that you're right there with right now. Uh, are the standings updated yet? I wish I had the 74. You're tied with Pittsburgh right now. Uh, Pittsburgh has a two-game advantage in terms of regulation and overtime wins. Uh, they have a total win advantage, 35-32. But through 61 games, you got 74 points, just like the Pittsburgh Penguins do, two-time defending Stanley Cup champs. That's all you can ask for. That's all you can ask for right now is uh, you've got a chance, and that's a lot of fun. Hey, man, let's get to you guys. I want to hear from you guys tonight. I'm going to scroll up uh, as far as I can. John Bannon, too many passes with the empty net. I agree, dude. That was craziness. Uh, I, I want Michael Grabner just for the empty net goals. I think he's got seven this year and 11 in the last two years. Forget next year. Can we have a raffle? Vorobiev, Abe Kubel is the fourth line uh, for the next game. The Philpola line had the worst shift ever with five minutes left in the game. I swear to God, they got back-to-back -back shifts. The fourth line was out there, I swear. Uh, this is why I bring up the time on ice report. I got to see Philpola. Uh, we'll bring up Laterra because Philpola was also out there for that. Uh, they had three centers on the ice with uh, Giroux, um, Giroux, Couturier, and Philpola. Uh, let's – yeah, I could have sworn it was – It was. Uh, wow. Laterra did get benched for quite a while here in the third period, but they got – uh, that line got a shift there on from 6.08 to 4.40, and then 3.01 to 2.07. I swear to God, it seemed like they got uh, double shifted. Let's see if that's the same with – where'd you go, Weiss? Where are you? Dale Weiss. Um, yeah, 6.08 to 5.51, and then 5.45 to 4.40. Like, And then, yeah, 3.01 to 2.07. That was, it, it was craziness. The, the ice time that fourth line got at the end of the game. Like, they're so slow. They're just so slow. And if they're not out there with the first D pair, like, you just don't have enough talent on the ice. It just comes down to you don't have enough talent on the ice if they're not out there with Provorov and, uh, and Ghost. If it's either of your second or third D pairs in the fourth line, like, you're outmatched by almost every line in hockey, any five-man combination you can come up with. Long, terrible second period, but Mrazek, Limbaum, Limblom, and Patrick are stars in the making. This is what we've been waiting for, and I got to tell you, I am confident in Mrazek. I know he hasn't been good. Uh, his last stretch for Detroit, he was pretty good. Uh, his last, like, uh, since basically January, he's been pretty good for Detroit. But um, his numbers the last two years, not great. But I, I think I said it last postgame. When you look at his numbers and Jimmy Howard's numbers this year, they're basically identical. So that tells me he was just, you know, he was doing what the defense, what the team in front of him allowed. Uh, when And I, I went back and looked at some of his numbers, you know, three-plus years ago, two, three seasons ago, he uh, when Detroit was actually like a passable team, his numbers were outstanding. They really thought he was their number one goalie. Uh, maybe – we got a little lucky here. Maybe Mrazek is that guy. Maybe he is truly a number one goalie. At least I am confident he can hold it down until Elliott gets back. And going into the playoffs with the Mrazek-Elliott tandem, I think is the best goaltending duo we've had here in a little while. Uh, Steve Mason, 
in the Rangers series was excellent. Uh, going, He was on a real hot streak going into that Capital series two years ago. But I think having the potential of what Mrazek and Elliott are and have been this year, uh, I'm really excited about our goaltending tandem. Hey, Bill, how do you rate Limblom's game tonight? Yeah, uh, well, first of all, apparently it really is pronounced Limbloom, but he was like, everyone calls me Limblom. It's cool. That was a fun little anecdote from uh, anecdote from JJ. Uh, everyone knows I can't pronounce anyone's name. Uh, so I, I just feel like he listens to BSH radio and goes, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> like, yeah, because Limblom probably listens. Uh, just another, you see it. You just see it. Uh, he's going to get on the scoreboard soon. I just feel like he's another one of those guys – um, I said it about Patrick. I said it about Konechny. They just needed to get going. Once they get that that one tangible game of production, they're going to be off to the races. We saw it with Konechny. We saw it with Patrick. I really believe uh, we're going to see it out of Lindblom very soon, perhaps as early as Saturday. That would be great. Mrazek played well. Lindblom uh, looks good. Patrick is stepping it up. The whole team is... AMAC is looking like an underrated D-man. Manning took a hit and cleared the puck with an injury. The team has been playing well, and I'm so proud. They are fun to watch right now. Even with a, uh, an, an up-and-down first, a sloppy second, they, sloppy second, uh, they come out and uh, play a good third period. They put, them, put it on them right away and put the game away. Didn't let Columbus tie it up. Didn't let it go to uh, overtime where, you know, anything could happen three-on-three three and then a shootout is coin flip. Uh, I was really happy with uh, especially the third period tonight. With Patrick, Lindblom, TK, Provorov, Ghost, and potentially Sanheim, the future is finally here. It's what we've been waiting for. This right now is what we've been waiting for, the first wave. Nolan Patrick is shutting up his critics. I said all year, I really um, didn't think he was going to turn it on this much this season. I kind I expected him to get better because – once you, you could tell he was just kind of, yes, he looked slow and injured, but he also just kind of looked tentative. And that could have easily been, you know, I'm hurt, but it's also, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> I, I, I know we have, uh, we have high expectations because we've seen so many top picks in the last couple of years come in and dominate. And of course, Nico, he sure had a uh, very good start to the year, but, um, it just kind of looked like he was getting his feet wet and learning what he could not couldn't do at this level, and he's just really starting to turn it on now. And, of course, he's not playing with Dale Weiss, so, I mean, that has a lot to do with it. We should be at full strength to start the playoffs and look like a real threat. Uh, that's an underrated part of what's happening right now. Um, yeah, it's a bummer we don't have Wayne Simmons, Travis Konechny coming out of the lineup. I mean, Taylor Lear comes in for him, but you got to get him games somehow. But with uh, everyone else earning opportunities to play important minutes, that's only going to help your depth, especially going into the playoffs and with these guys' careers moving forward. This is a big deal, Limblom getting these minutes, Patrick getting this power play time. Like, this can only give them confidence. Next Thursday, uh, I guess, starts the Flyers have 15 of 19 games against teams in or fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, therefore, do you agree Saturday and Monday are must-wins? You need points whenever you can get them at this point. Uh, at the start of the third period, the most important thing to me was get one because you had to get it uh, at least a point out of this game. Um, it's uh, Yeah, I mean, every game's a must-win at this point in the season. They have a good cushion. Let us look at the standings. 74 points. Uh, they're four points up on New Jersey. 
who is the first wild card, and they are, what is it, nine points up on Columbus, who is the second wild card. So, I mean, they have a good cushion. So it's not like if they lose, the season's over. Because a must-win game, what happens if you lose? Oh, the season, you know, I don't like calling things a must-win, but you need points wherever you can get them because it is it is jumble. It is really jumble. Uh, and let's, I mean, as of this moment, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I could look, I guess. Uh, where are you? Washington's up 2-1 to one on Florida, 16-03 in the third. So that means they would be three points behind Washington if Washington holds on tonight. Uh, is Pittsburgh playing? Come on, load here, scores. I'm doing a fucking postgame show. Uh, Rangers are losing 2 nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah, Pan- Capitals are up 2-1. And it doesn't look as if the Penguins are playing tonight. And what happened in that? Where did that go? The Devils already lost 4-2. to two. So, uh, you know, I can't say they're must-win games because must-win games are like game sevens. But uh, you need points wherever you can get them at this point in the year. Um, if TK is out again Saturday, I am optimistic he'll play Saturday, but I would, I would stick with tonight's lines. Uh, this is working right now. Just, I want all the other lines to build some chemistry. Uh, maybe keep that second line together though. The, uh, Patrick Lindblom Voracek line, maybe bump wheel down with, uh, Lawton, uh, put Lawton and Raffle, um, with, uh, Jordan wheel, maybe keep them together and then play the fourth line as little as possible, I guess. The fourth line seems to be double shifted because their shifts are all on defense for two minutes. Yeah, that was uh, the whole whole time they they were like two like that's why it felt like back to back shifts because they just got pinned in the defensive zone two straight shifts. Instead of any trades, I just bring up Sanheim. They almost have no choice without Goody's playing. Uh, when TK comes back, one of Latera Weiss will sit. I'm hoping both of them sit and they keep Lear in the lineup, man. That would uh, that would be ideal for me. But um, I don't know. Latera hasn't been terrible recently. I I really uh, Philpola's first period was really good. I was imp- I was really impressed with Philpola's first period. Uh, but I mean, he's he's cooked like. Uh, I would love for that to be Mike Vecchioni or Albe Kubel or not, uh, who am I thinking of? Verobia, like literally anybody, you know, like I would love for that spot to, uh, to be one of the young kids too, but we're not going to get it all at once. And in a playoff hunt, I, I'm looking at Limblom and Patrick and thinking, I, I want to say in a playoff hunt, I don't want that many young kids, but it's the kids who are carrying us right now. And Claude Giroux is, is he as good as he's ever been right now? Uh, let's see here. Giroux scored his 21st goal and picked up his 51st assist. So some quick math. That's what, 72 points in, uh, what are they, 61 games I think they've played? Like, that's incredible. He he's he looks as good as he's ever been. And big that goal was huge tonight, just to get that one and be able to just play your game again after that. Because they're line juggling, they're trying to go top heavy. He just comes out and, okay, 0-0 zero, zero again. Let's win it from here.
Uh, Manning looked pretty hurt. He did. That looked bad. Um, listen, I want Sanheim in the lineup, but I don't want Manning to be hurt. And honestly, I was really hoping they would get a third, and I would have sent Manning after uh, after Panarin. I really would have after that awful kitchen sink. Uh, what was it? Dubinsky laid on uh, on G. I, I would have sent Manning right after their best player. Let him go after Seth Jones or something. I, I would have had no problem with that. That's why I'd be a terrible coach, because I would be looking to extract revenge in those situations if the game was over. What do you think Hexy will do when we have three healthy goalies? I will be really, really surprised if um, Neuvert is activated again this season. Uh, I, it will have to take another injury after what we've already been through for him to be activated this season, I think. Um, when he was on uh, Hockey Central at noon a couple days ago, right after the Morazic trade, uh, what did they say? Mar- Morazic? I think it's Morazic. I, you know, I, I can barely speak. I, a great career choice I've chosen, uh, being not able to pronounce anyone's name. Um, yeah, right after the Morozik trade, Hextall was on uh, Hockey Central at noon, and he talked about um, you know the timelines of the injuries, and he very much expects Elliot to be back before Neuvert. I would really be surprised if uh, if Neuvert is activated again. I think they're really just done with him. There was a point. Oh, damn it. Okay. it's flying by too fast. You guys are commenting too fast, which I love. ton of people here. I am enjoying this as much as you are. I just can't keep up with all the comments. Limblom is like an even greater skilled Raffle. Big body, good puck. Yeah, I mean, he's... Raffle's a bottom six forward. I love Michael Raffle. He's a utility player. He's useful in that you can use him in the situation he was used tonight. Okay, we got some injuries. We need to shuffle some lines. We can throw him up on the first, and Couture and Giroux know that they can count on him to get in on the four check and not screw up. Um, but he's a bottom six forward, and a good one. If he's on your fourth line, you have great depth. And that's what I want to keep. That's why I. That's what I like about Michael Roffel. But yeah, Lindblom looks like. I mean, he was the best forward in Sweden last year. He after a slow start. Um, from December on in the AHL this year, he was great. Uh, he's going to be a good player for this team. Bill, Hexy, any closer to another move? Experienced D-man, PK specialist. Uh, some people are talking today about Sam Reinhardt. I heard his name out there, but uh, I, I, who knows what he's working on? To me, um, I would be in. I would have at least a foot in on everything because you know Pittsburgh and Washington are going to be looking to bulk up, and I would try to drive up the price on everyone on them. With Patrick playing well, does this open the door for a Simmons departure? I want more good players, not less. Let's keep Simmons. What's the point of more assets? What? Let's win now, too. Let's win now and worry about later, later, because we're set for later already. Later is already fine. You know, let's do both. It looks like they can do both. Let's get the – imagine, okay, they keep the lines the way they are now. Let's say TK comes back, so you have Drew, Couturier, Konechny. Second line, let's say we keep that what it is right now. Let's say you go, um, let's say you go Limblom, Patrick, Voracek. And then you have a third line of, let's call it Wheel, 
uh, Wheel, Lawton, Simmons. That's an elite third line. Like that's that's what you want. Now all of a sudden you can put Raffle on the fourth line, bump one of the bums out. You have good depth already. Hopefully Ottawa offloads Carlson before the game Saturday. Wishful thinking, probably. Uh, I would love to see them trade him before that game, but um, I, I'm not hopeful. That the, I think the trade stuff, at least for now, is uh, the asking price is way too high. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him moved at like um, – Moved it like the draft with he, he's just got that one year left. With cap space being an issue for all contending teams right now, no one wants that Bobby Ryan contract. And if they're really ransoming, you know, if you want Carlson, you have to take Bobby Ryan. I just can't see how many contending teams would be able to afford both without depleting their team of, of another highly paid player, which some teams could do. Um, you know, if they wanted to take Yuri Laterra back for him, I guess the Flyers would be able to afford it. But, like, why would they do that? Hack system finally starting to work. Is this team buying in or is Hack developed as an NHL coach? I do believe Hack has improved as an NHL coach overall. Also, this is the most talent he's ever had. Like, they have a lot of good players right now. You know, they have three full lines and a great first defensive pair. You know, when Provorov is 19 playing with Andrew McDonald versus Provorov at, you know, 21 with Ghost is a major difference. They should make a trade for Sanheim. Yeah, I fully agree, man. This is the most fun I've had watching the Flyers since they called up Ghost two years ago. This is the most fun I've ever had watching Ghost. Uh, as electric and magical as his rookie season was, he is incredible right now. The, the number, His February numbers are insane. He is just playing so well in all three zones. I never expected him to be this good. Uh, I always knew he was a, a dynamite offensive talent. Never expected him to be um, this good in his own zone. He and Provorov, I think they just have such confidence in each other. It's really coming along. And Provorov hasn't been playing his best hockey lately. Uh, once he starts getting it going again, like that is an elite first pair. Elliot Friedman saying Flyers and Buffalo talking Sam uh, Reinhart. Yeah, that was on um, uh, it was on the Thirty One Thoughts podcast, I believe, this week. So, I mean, Elliot Friedman's as plugged in as anybody. If if they're looking to make a move, you know, um, he would know about it, I guess. If anyone, I don't know what's more shocking that they're one point out of first place in the Metro, or that they're fifteen points ahead of the Rangers who were penciled in as a playoff team this year. We've been waiting for the bottom to fall out of the Rangers for a while. I'm surprised it's taken this long. Dubinsky should be suspended for attempted knee on G. I, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, it's kind of a dirty play. He got called for it. It could have been a lot worse. That's the, that's one of the things about um, what the NHL does is 
I, you know, if it had been a lot worse, he probably would be suspended. But since, thank God, it wasn't. Pick up a solid second-pairing defenseman, and they might be legit contenders. Uh, they have a solid second-pairing defenseman in the AHL right now. I've advocated since they sent Sanheim down, if you're not going to play him, uh, you, have, you should go out and get a uh, veteran defenseman market right now. I just don't love anything that's out there. I'd rather just bring up Sandheim. I think he could help you right now. And getting these minutes and going through a playoff stretch can only help him uh, in the future as well. That's doing both. Winning now, preparing for later. That's what this team is all about. It's what Hextall has been talking about, and it's what it looks like they're able to do right now. Is there any change in Hexy's thoughts to buying more now that we can make a run at this? Um, I don't know about – like, buying, are they going to go out and try to get Tavares or Carlson? I'd be really surprised, you know. Um, but you hear the Sam Reinhart rumors. You've heard rumors about defensemen. You know, Michael Grabner's name's been floated around out there. It definitely depends on the price for everything. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes some reasonable moves, no. That's a, You have your core. I don't think you need to do anything over the top that's going to be super expensive. But at the same time, you already have more assets than you're ever going to use. So if something comes up where it's like, we can get a really good player for Sam Moran and a pick, yeah, I do it because we're not using Moran anyway. I want him up here. Don't get me wrong. I would love Sam Moran to be up here, but doesn't look like it's happened. So, and I know he's hurt or whatever, but I'm just speaking in hypotheticals about guys who are down there that we're not giving a shot to. Maybe somebody, uh, you know, a player that's another team might find intriguing, like a former first round pick who's never had a shot. Like guys like that. That's all I'm, you know, you know what I'm saying. I think next has got to make a, I think Hexy has got to make a move on D bring up Sanheim and move for another middle pairing D, especially if Manning is hurt extended period. Um, I think if you put Sanheim, I know Gudis hasn't been that good lately. Trust me. I love Radko Gudis. I know he hasn't been that good lately, but uh, I think if you put him and Sanheim back together, and then if you were to use, um, if you were to use McDonald and Haig as a third pair, you'd be pretty well, you'd be, pretty well off. That said, if they want to upgrade the D, I'm as all in as you can be on this season. I am enjoying this team so much that uh, I, I uh, go for it. Raffle looked slow tonight. Uh, I thought the whole team just didn't look, like I said, sharp early on. Um, you know I like Raffle, but no, I wouldn't say he played uh, – he played exceedingly well tonight. I thought this was a good opportunity for him to, uh, you know, remind everybody what he can be in these situations. And I don't think he really seized it. But um, I, I just thought for the first two periods, no one was particularly sharp except for Morozik. Lawton and Raffle would be great on the fourth line. I, I'd like Lawton as the third center right now.
Where are you going to slot Frost into this lineup? Very good chance he could make the jump in the fall. Uh, it would be the same kind of timeline as uh, as Travis Konechny. Um I'm, like, optimistic, but not overly, that he'll be here. Uh, let's call it better than 50-50, but not much. 60-40, uh, I think, is as optimistic as I'm willing to say I am about that. But, uh, hey, 3C, why not? I'm not used to this level of optimism since the Eagles won. It feels so good. It really does. This is very enjoyable. Uh, I haven't seen what was happening with the Sixers, but it sounded like they were up last time I saw. When you think of it, Flyers will have to unload players to keep players like Simmons uh and signing, connecting, and Provy once their rookie contracts up. There's going to be some turnover at some point. I'm just not ready for it now. Why do it now? You know, you, you don't have to. That's the thing is when we were talking about trading Simmons earlier, it was because, ah, this is a bubble playoff team. They they have just as good as a chance of missing as not. And then what's that? Like, what's the point? But now that we can see this young talent is ready and they're producing, like, it doesn't kill you, even if you just lose them in free agency. Say you get through this year, you keep Simmons through this year, and then you keep him through all of next year, and then he walks in free agency. It hurts to see him go, and it hurts to lose a 30-goal scorer for nothing. But if you get playoff runs out of it and you have guys ready to take his spot and you already have all these picks, all these prospects, it's not the worst thing in the world. You're not a rebuilding team anymore. You've already done the rebuilding part. You're just now kind of waiting and plugging holes. It's not where we were a year ago. Morozik in the robe. I like it. Ghost better be in the Norris conversation. Uh, I would love to see it, but I know he won't be. Uh, that's It's a reputation award. Um, yeah, like guys like Drew Doughty, uh, you know, is one of the best defensemen, uh, finally got his as like a lifetime achievement award, you know, like it's, it's not, it's a reputation award. Which flyer has improved the most? I mean, look at Nolan Patrick from you know, November to now, there was a point where I was saying, listen, I'm not worried about Nolan Patrick's long-term potential, but right now I wish we could send him to the Phantoms just so we could get his confidence up. Um, you know, just because obviously I don't want him anywhere near uh, his CHL team because of how they handled the injury and what's the point. He's already had breakout seasons, huge seasons there. He was hurt for a whole year and still was an over, uh, a better than point a game player. Um, it didn't, it didn't make sense to me to send him back, and he wasn't able to go to the Phantoms because he wasn't old enough. Uh, so you just had to keep him around because of that. But from there to now, where he is an integral part of this team, he is your 2C. Um, he's, he's putting goals in on the Simmons spot on the power play. He is making plays out there. You trust him to center a line with Oscar Lindblom on it in his second game. You have him with Jake Voracek. You, it's got to be him.
been with these post games since the beginning, uh, since the start, and you know the Flyers are flying given the number of people tuning in uh, to the lives. Yeah, I mean, the lives, it, it always did a good number overall, but to see it over 150 for the entire time I'm on the air, it's already over 31 minutes. Uh, incredible, and people are as excited as I am. I know you guys are pumped because I'm pumped. Ever wish the Flyers still had a goon? For the Drew play, can't be any less skilled than Laterra. He could be though, and no, I don't because they they scored in what six seconds after the after Drew drew that penalty. So, uh, what's the point? Uh, listen, I love it, but uh, what is the point? It already happened. Like that's not gonna un if Drew got hurt, if somebody went and punched Dubinsky in the face, it wouldn't unhurt Drew. It's nice to see Hextall make a smart goalie trade. Morozik is a stud. I agree. Like, I, I don't want to get expectations too high or anything, but I just look at his numbers. When he was on a team with a good coach, with a good core in front of him, and they were very good. He, I'm not saying he's going to be uh, like a Vezina Trophy winner, but he could be a real number one goalie. What about adding a guy like Lucic or Maroon? Eh, that doesn't do much for me. What do you think are the price tags on Reinhardt and Grabner? Um, I mean, if I was the team selling, I would start it at a first-round pick and maybe more. But the good thing is the Flyers have two first-round picks. A Mac Haig is a respectable third pair. Yeah, I mean, you look at the third pairs in the league. I don't love it, but um, you look at the rest of the third pairs in the league, and it's not the uh, – it wouldn't be the worst. And uh, all credit where it's due, Andrew McDonald has looked good lately. I know we go through these up and ups and downs when it's like he doesn't look like a, a, a train wreck, so we say, oh, he's playing real well. But I have been um, – pleasantly surprised by his play of late. I want someone better than him, but since we're not going to get it, I'm going to I'm going to take the victories where I can get them. I think Amac has looked pretty decent lately. He's looked serviceable. I would like to see the Flyers sit tight with our current players rather than bring in someone else that our guys have to learn and gel with. Uh that's uh, that's a good point and also um, when they're more of a cup contender, when they have even more of their core pieces in place, having those um, assets that I talked about, all the prospects and all the picks, um, then you can really make an upgrade. You can go out and do like, you know, when the Red Wings or uh, the Penguins went out and got, you know, a Marion Hosa or something like that. You can really go make a difference uh, and turn yourself into – not just a, oh, yeah, we can get to a conference final, like I think they could this year. Uh, you could be like, we could make ourselves one of the three best teams and two best teams in the league by doing, you know, something. How nice was it not to have to worry about goaltending for a game? I've liked Elliott most of the year. Alex Lyon filled in admirably. Neuvert's been 
I mean, I say it every time we talk about Neuvert. There's a good Neuvert and there's a bad Neuvert. Um, and the worst part about bad Neuvert is that he is hurt all the time. I, goaltending hasn't been a huge issue for me this year, but um, I was impressed by the goalie tonight, absolutely. Although I don't agree with it completely, I could see Hackstall getting some Jack Adams nominations, bringing a team from out of the playoffs to contending for the division title. A team that missed last year. Um, a team that had the goalie injuries that they've had. Uh, having the 10-game losing streak and keeping the team together. I could see there being a, a case for it. Um, you know, that's as far as I'll go with that. Uh, go get Skinner from Carolina. Wouldn't hate it. Toronto is own running with JVR this year too, most likely. Yeah, they're just kind of like you know, you're not, you're probably not a part of the future, but you're what a rental. You're as good of a rental player as we could possibly get. Bill, are we doing a trade deadline show? Uh, we're definitely going to do something throughout the day. Don't know exactly what it'll be. And then depending on my plan is to do a show uh, that night unless, like, absolutely nothing happens. Uh, I The Flyers play that night. I believe they're in Montreal. February 20. Yeah, they're in Montreal at 7.30, but we don't start recording till 9.30. So uh, I'm for doing a show that night personally. Cooch should be a strong candidate for the Selkie. He should be. Um, you know, there's some other great two-way players out there as well, but I believe he should be nominated. I really think he should get at least top three. <laughs> Rosick's helmet needs some work. I love his helmet. It's so... Um, it just, it reminds me of a street hockey helmet. Just like, uh, you got the, you got the blank helmet, you throw the sticker pack on there. Uh, it, it, it reminds me of a street hockey. I love his helmet. I don't want him to change any of his gear. So if Morozik plays great, plays well in playoffs, et cetera, you think Flyers trying to sign him? Probably hard to trade Noivy Elliott. I assume... Hart will be in the AHL. Yeah, that's you don't know how long Hart's going to take. He could be in the AHL for three, four years. Um, and then who knows? I would absolutely, if Morozik plays really well down the stretch, uh, try to keep him around. Um, maybe a wave, Neuvert. Maybe someone takes a chance on him with one year left on his deal. If not, it's him and Hart in the AHL, something like that. Uh, and then you ride out the last year of Elliott. Um, you know. Or you try to trade Elliott and bring Stolars up as the backup. They they have this team has some options in net, and they're not like, are we going with Nidamaki or Esh? You know, are we going the Boucher or Emery? They're they're actual options in net right now. Think he will get a set of Flyers pads or helmet this year? I you know. He already has a helmet in the works. Ah, oh, man, I love the helmet. I love that white helmet. 
please get rid of Laterra, Philpla, and Weiss. My God, if we had players in their spots that were just a little bit of improvement, we would be definitely cut bound. And also, where are the hack haters now? Um, I'm not a hack lover. I do like him more than many, uh, but he still is like, yeah, you know, Brandon Manning should be playing every night, and he does run every goalie into the ground, and, you know, like, he still has room for improvement, but he has been good lately. I will credit where it's due. That's all I've been saying about Hack uh, for months now is credit where it's due. Since November, he's been great. Is Morozik or Limblom Nick Foles? I was saying Alex Lyon is Nick Foles, so who knows? Just wishing here, but would love to see Johnny Hockey out of Cal. Yeah, I mean, I would love that too, but that's like, why would they trade their franchise player? Can we get an appropriate name for that fourth line? Yeah, it's called Go Away. Stapled. Remember that time Columbus won a playoff series? I mean, you know, it's not like the Flyers have had a ton of playoff success lately either. Who do you see with a possible Manning injury? I think it's got to be Sandheim, but somebody said Charlie already tweeted Manning returned to the bench, but that could just be, you know, he's waiting until the end of the game so he wasn't going to get back out anyway. Who knows? Uh, I don't have any of the details on the injury. I'm sitting here talking to you guys, and we probably won't know anything until at least tomorrow anyway. But um, Hey, Nicole. What's up, Nicole Guyberson? Good to see you. Uh, will USA Curling beat Sweden to win the gold tomorrow? Probably not. Uh, let's go Sweden. All for you, Oscar. All for you. Oscar. I'm thinking the garbage or trash men for the fourth line. I, guys, guys, I get it. I don't like them either. But look, like, let's be a little positive. I don't like them either. But come on, give me some positivity here, everybody. Forget the fourth line. Like, of all the things we could be talking about, the fourth line? Like, the I really, and they played too much tonight, especially at the end of the game. But the fourth line, that's what we're worried about. Like, what about the top three that were really good even without Simmons and Konechny in the lineup? Florida ties it with the Caps. Caps and Panthers tied it too. Oh, man. All right. Well, you know, just joined. How much have we discussed the Limblom love? Not enough. I'll tell you that. Limbloom. He said we can call him Limblom, so it's fine. Limblom looks smart. Uh, Limblom is so strong along the walls. Uh, that's one thing I was thinking about tonight with um with the players they have right now. Uh, especially like Couturier now is the number one C. You got Jake on the second line, Nolan Patrick, uh, Limblom in there, Simmons in there. Uh, you know, Raffles can play up and down the lineup. You have a lot of guys who are really good at um, possessing the puck. This is a team that when it's fully formed could play like that awesome possession style, we have the puck always type of game, and that's a lot of fun.
do a marathon drunk show for the deadline. Take a sip or rip a shot every time a trade happens. That we could be totally sober if we did that. We did. Uh, we didn't do a show, but a Sons of Pen a couple years ago. Um, trying to think, it was the year they didn't trade Stripe and they just kept everything together. I guess it was the Capitals season. Um, yeah, the season they ran into the Caps in the first round. We were just sitting there. Think we all got together and we're like, yeah, we're just gonna do a great show. It's gonna be fun. Like just get through this thing and then nothing happened all day and we just got rip roaring drunk. That's all by the way, my first tune in live, awesome Samoa Joe shirt. Yeah, man. I love Samoa Joe. I was just uh, no wrestling tonight. No, I promise no more no wrestling tonight. But yes, yeah, Sean McDonald. Samoa Joe. Love him. Uh, no shout out for Sean Burke. Hey, Sean Burke was great in relief in the um in the brawl game against the Senators. Legion of Gloom. All right, Barry. All right. I said no more negativity about the fourth line, but Legion of Gloom is fucking outstanding for them. Oh, my God. I'm absolutely using that. Uh, Barry Schaefer, I am using Legion of Gloom. We'll get Goudreau when he's 33. Chris, come on, man. This, is, this isn't Bobby Clark's Flyers. Look at all these young kids we have. They're not just getting rid of Patrick Sharp because he can't play or Justin Williams because he hasn't developed yet at 20. I'm curious about the future for Stolarz and Sandstrom. Um, goalies are such voodoo that it, this is why they stockpiled them. Uh, they traded Merrick Madsen earlier in the year, and then they drafted another goalie. You know, goalies are such voodoo, you can't have enough because you have no idea. It could turn out that Alex Lyon is a franchise goaltender and Carter Hart is a bust. I don't want to say these things because I don't want to will them into existence, but you just don't know. I don't understand goalies at all. It's why I hate them. Maybe Hack is playing average guys like Manning another couple weeks to get other guys more minor experience before calling them up before the playoff run, baby. We're in the playoff run now. This is it. Why haven't we seen Moran yet? Because he's been hurt all year. He, I love – I want to see the guy. But every time he's could have gotten an opportunity, he's going on the shelf. Uh, just a bad luck year for Moran. We should just trade Nick Foles for Goudreau, LeBron James, and Mike Trout. I'd make all those deals. I feel bad for Columbus when you look at what Vegas is doing this year. CBJ had to claw for a good decade just to be relevant. I, yeah, I, you know, Columbus made some smart moves and some other teams um, didn't. And or Vegas made, excuse me, Vegas made some smart moves and other teams made some poor moves. Look at what Florida did. They basically gave up on two top six forwards. Jonathan Marshall, so is one of the best forwards in the league right now. It's, you know, they just kind of took advantage of a lot of people being stupid. Sandstrom might be as good as Hart. We may end up with Sandstrom starting. Goalies are weird. Yeah, Sandstrom had, an, had a bad luck year as well uh, with the, with some injury injury issues. Um, you know, he doesn't have the tangible numbers um, that Hart has because he's playing in, like, a you know, a league with men, and Hart is playing, you know, with people his own age, and he's dominating. Uh, so you don't really know about Sandstrom, but like at World Juniors last year, he was really good. Uh, would love to see him. He's very athletic, very fun to watch. 
so it's it's a wait and see game with all these guys. Fourth. <laughs> I will give Hack credit for the Limblom Patrick Jake line in the third. Yeah, I mean he's he's recognizing who's playing well, and uh, Wheel wasn't was kind of invisible tonight, honestly. And so they were like, "Here you go, Limblom, more chance." And damn, he battles hard. I like watching Limblom play. Panthers up three two, absolutely outstanding. So if this, uh, that's beautiful, guys. That is beautiful. I got to hit refresh on it. It might be over. I don't know how far behind in the comments I am. Um, where are you? Where are you? Is that game over? Final. Yeah, all right. So Panthers Panthers end up beating the Caps in regulation. So uh, the Flyers are what, within a point? Yeah, 74-75. So um, the top of the division is within one point of each other. The Caps do. Uh, this might not be updated yet. They may or may not have a game in hand on the Flyers. I'm not sure. Who do you think is up with the Black Aces? Uh, I would assume all the guys were thinking um, – Maybe I keep wanting to call him Tyler Myers, but it's Phil Myers. Uh, maybe a Myers, maybe a Vecchioni, those those types of guys. But um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what they do at the deadline. Like maybe they move Philpola, and all of a sudden, you know, the fourth line center is is already Verobiev or um or, or Vecchioni. We'll see. So, uh, but I do expect to see uh, quite a few of those guys up. Uh, but the Phantoms are also in the playoffs. That's another. That's Another thing as well. Weiss and Laterra playing key positions on the PK and PP. Uh, Weiss is on the power play because Konechny's hurt. I don't love it, but it's just, you know, Konechny and Simmons are hurt, so you have to, there's a domino effect. And Laterra honestly hasn't been bad on the penalty, on the penalty kill. Barry Trotz is going to get fired. I mean, he may. Ovi should start looking for other teams. I thought they should have traded him two years ago. I think teams hold on to these legacy players too long. Um, they just... Hey, the 76ers won, guys. Uh, ben Simmons, 32 points, 7 boards, 11 assists. Not a bad night. Not a bad night for Philadelphia once again. Legion of Gloom. Yeah, everyone loves Legion of Gloom. Steph, remember that one. That's that's right up your alley, remembering a negative nickname for the fourth line. Remember Legion of Gloom. Pretty sure Kurt used Legion of Gloom last week. Okay, so that makes sense. That crook came up with it. Son of a bitch. Alright, alright. I, I didn't know I didn't know Legion of Gloom's been a thing. I'm just gonna scroll down here. Sounds like Grabner to the Devils. He fits with them. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, Sixers won on two free throws from Ben Simmons. That's awesome. 14-0-1 since the Super Bowl. This fucking this city, man. I feel bad for Vec. He should be in the NHL over Latera. It just became a numbers thing. I believe he should be in the NHL over three guys that are 
playing right now. Uh, four guys, if you include Lear. But um, it just didn't work out that way, especially if they don't win the draft lottery, he's here. Uh, and the team's probably worse because you're running Vecchioni and and uh, Philpola as your bottom, as you know, your and and Lawton as three of your centers instead of you know having Patrick. So take the good with the bad. Stone Cold Triple H or The Rock Triple H all day. I do think if Lindblom sticks, it will be at the expense of Jordan Wheel. Jordan Wheel's cheap. That's uh, like uh, unless you're talking about this year, maybe he comes out of the lineup. But like having that type of dynamic skill low in the lineup is very helpful. Got to think Lindblom stays when Simmer's back. If he keeps up this play, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is very much like Ghost situation where he came up because Strike got hurt, and then they were like, you know what? When Strike came back, Ghost is just too good. I've got, and I mean, Ghost went freaking wild in his rookie year, but um, I, I don't expect that type of like, okay, he's gonna play sixty games. I mean, he's already not nowhere close to being able to play sixty games. I don't expect him to be on like rookie of the year production pace. Um, but I do expect him to just play well and stick with this lineup because clearly he belongs. Like, it, it, not even, you know, we saw some flashes out of Donique Martel, and honestly, I probably would have kept him around for a little longer than they did. But um, Limblom just really looks like a uh, an NHL player. I mean, it's and a damn good one. All right, guys, that is about all the time I have for you on the Facebook Live post game tonight. Thank you for hanging out. This was a really fun, uh, another really fun show. I love coming to you guys after wins. This team is playing some good hockey right now, and when they're not playing good hockey, they still eke out wins. They find ways to win. This is a fun team to watch right now. Uh, let's keep this going. Uh, we have a watch party on Saturday for the afternoon game. I can't even remember who they're playing Saturday. Uh, Ottawa. Yeah, right. We already, we already discussed it. Uh, yeah, Ottawa on Saturday afternoon, we're having a, a watch party for our Patreon subscribers. So it will probably be a, a, a group post game with me, Steph and Kelly. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, thanks for hanging out. And until next time, have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show. It seems smart. It seems smart is a show about people doing things that for some reason or another, seems smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>